Pastor Onyi, Pastor Dami, my mother, Pastor Lucy, and of course, our global overseer, Pastor Toby Adebrega. Good evening. Give them a round of applause. You know, tonight I've come with a very simple assignment. Very simple assignment. And I want to say that I'm angry. And I'm hot. And I'm impatient but patient. And I'm eager to find a few people who will be bold enough to join me. I'm eager to find a few people who will be risk takers. Because the people that you saw speak on the panel today, these people took some risks. If they had more time, people like Rabbi would have told you that he was kicked out of school. He was called a reject. And all manner of things would have happened to him before he became blacksmith and sons. But what was different between him and the next person that was a college dropout or a college reject is the fact that he found hope in leadership. Is the fact that he found some leaders and some people that will instill purpose in his life. And now he's running a global business. I think that that is a daring mentality. I think that's bold. What about Leah? That will come to us and say, do you know what, Pastor Nikki, life is so bad. I feel unloved. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what tomorrow looks like. What do I do? I look at Aaliyah. And yes, she's a beautiful worshiper. Did you hear her sing? She's competing with my Beyonce and it doesn't make sense. Yes, she can worship so powerfully. But I looked at her skills as she sat down helping people with CV writing. So we organized Pleroma. Now she's working with Barclays Bank, HSBC, Deloitte, BNP Paribas. I don't think if she had met someone as dugged and rugged as me, that she would have had the confidence to do that. She maybe have dreamed about it, could have hoped for it, but how does she get the actualization? How does she turn dream into reality? How do you take what is in your mind and bring it to life? I don't want to start preaching yet because I know some people have already come today and you're thinking, I've come here for a business expo and someone's going to give me 10,000 pounds. Isn't that right, Pastor Rebecca? I was in a group chat with them and they accidentally forgot that Pastor Nikki was in the chat. And they said, they've brought somebody today and I promised him that he's going to make so-and-so amount of money if he comes. I like that. Is, is it you? Was it Becca? Who did it? Who, who is she? I like that. But let me give you something better. Because I always ask questions to the people around me. I asked one of them the other day, would you prefer I give you 20,000 pounds? Or would you like to sit down and hear some wisdom? Would you prefer I give you a key to the car, a car? Or would you prefer listening to something that would change your life forever? And the answer will always be 
let me hear what will change my life. And it will be what will change my life because if I can change my life, then definitely I can get my own key for my own car. Because now I have the power and the ability to do the things that I didn't think I can do. So let me take you through my journey, guys. Is that okay? The reason why today is so significant, because this time last year, we had a hope service. And in that hope service, as Pastor Genevieve beautifully put it, we saw many lives or illustrations of many lives. And you saw it on the video just gone there. And it was so powerful. And it was so interesting to see, and it's been interesting to see, those lives evolve right in front of our eyes. And so I thought to myself, Hope 22 shouldn't die at Hope 22. How do we create new hope people? How do we create new people that are, we're going to shape the next phase for their lives? And so this is why today is so fundamental. This is why today is so important. This is why you being here is probably the best day of your life. And you're thinking, thinking ah, that's a bold statement. Just follow me. So when I came into the family, guys, pay attention to this because as I'm standing here, many of you may follow me on Instagram and you watch Pastor Nikki and you're thinking she's so flamboyant. She's so amazing. She's so powerful. Why is she shouting like that? What's happened? Who died? What's going on? Where's Wally even? You're wondering what she's shouting about. I'm shouting because my life changed. Thank you, sir. When I met the family, SPAC Nation, 10 years ago, you know, 10, 10 years ago, I came in bold, as in, you see, Pastor, Pastor, Pastor Daniel, no, man, Pastor Daniel, in fact, it's even less than that. Bold, lost my hair to a condition called alopecia. Look how many beautiful ladies are here today. You already know what it means to have no hair on your head. That's the worst thing to ever happen at 23, 22, 23. Like, what's going on? How? Why me? Why do I have to suffer this? I'm looking for answers. And I'm going to go to a scripture in a minute. You don't mind if I go to scripture, do you guys? I can't hear you. I kept looking for answers. Why me? What's going on? Why my life? I don't understand. So I took matters into my own hands before I got into the family. I started dating all manner of men, thinking that they would fill my void. I started messing around with the wrong type of people getting involved with money activities I shouldn't be getting involved in. Started doing all manner of madness, but nothing filled the void. Nothing gave purpose. Nothing made me feel like I could become. So the final res result was to try and end my life. And I attempted that. Not hard enough because I'm still here. You know, most people that do that, they're just looking for a way out. They don't want to go. They're just trying to fix a problem. And I'm so grateful that somebody randomly one day came 
and invited me to a service. And I'm thinking, what would I be doing in church? Shouldn't God be helping me whether or not I go to him? Shouldn't God come meet me in my need? Isn't that what you Bible people say? I'm angry at this man because I'm thinking my life is in ruins. So why should I go and meet him? How dare he even? That's the attitude I came to church with. Like, how dare this guy? Knowing that he's almighty, he's not helped me. I'm listening to PT speak. Pastor Toby, that, for those of you that, doesn't, that don't know, that's my father. I'm listening to Pastor Toby speak and I'm thinking, what? This God loves me? There's a spirit on the inside of me that he's longing for? Ah. So I'm going back and forth to the services, skeptical, thinking that I'm just waiting for this, for this pastor to put his hand on my head and push me. Because if he pushes me, I'm going to resist. I'm going to come, I'm going to, you know, you're forcing it. You're, you're going to meet me. Just to prove that this thing doesn't work. I caught you now. You see, pastor, I saw it. That, that was what I was doing. Trying to prove the thing wrong. Trying to prove everything that was being preached to me as wrong. But every time I tried to prove it wrong, it was always right. That this guy does want something more for me. That actually I can become something. So I was broken. But I needed to be fixed. But in order for me to be fixed and usable to the way I think that God will eventually use me. Because we ain't started yet. Imagine. We ain't even started yet. If he's going to use me, he has to get me to rock bottom, ground zero, to start properly. It's almost like I had to die to evolve. I had to die to become. And at the time, I didn't realize it. I just thought, this is just pressure. I'm hearing about God, but my circumstances are not changing. Things are not getting better. I'm still angry. I'm still broke. There's no money in my account and I'm used to having a lot of it. I had to be patient enough to see leadership take me to where he sees I can go. I had to be patient enough to trust a journey with a man that I don't even know. He's just promising me that tomorrow's going to be great. He's telling me that, Pastor Nikki, if you hold on to this truth, it will set you free. And I've heard that scripture, and I just thought that's a very powerful scripture, and the truth shall set you free. Oh no, he meant it, and it did. It has. And this is why I'm speaking so boldly tonight, because I know what truth has done for me. I was knocking, looking for something. I was asking, looking for something. I was seeking, looking for something, but I was looking in the wrong places. I was looking in the world for the solution to my problems. So I ended up mixing up with the most horrible things in the world. You want to talk about rape? I've been there. You want to talk about abuse? I've seen it. You want to talk about not having? Done it. You can't done not having, but you get what I'm saying. Read Matthew chapter 7 because I want to show you where you need to look tonight. And it's not very far. I'm bold enough to say things like it's right here. It's right here. But I had to get to that rock bottom, Pastor Daniel. 
Have you, have you seen, anybody seen rock bottom before? Or you think you've seen rock bottom? You think you've seen it? Some of you have lived good lives. Oh, like, mm-hmm. as, as, as for me, you see, life is so ginger sweet. In fact, even roses don't know what roses look like. Because life is so good. I envy you. Rock bottom is when you're in a hospital bed wondering when you're going to come out next. Rock bottom is not even wanting to wake up the next day. Not because I didn't want to wake up, guys. I wanted something to wake up to. I was looking for purpose. Looking for something to give me life and value and meaning. This gives me meaning, by the way. So thank you for giving my meaning meaning. Read the scripture for me tonight. I'm going to take it so easy with you tonight because I know what I'm here to do. I know what I'm coming to do. I just need 10, 15 people who are ready to take risk with a risk taker. And you see, if you're looking for, is it collateral? Collateral? Uh-huh. It's in me. Your insurance? Insurance, right? It's in me. It didn't work, don't worry, I'll pay you back. Because I guarantee what I have works. If I point out a social changes, Pastor Chris, Black um, uh, Sense by CM, if I point out a Livingstone community, Pleroma, Money Culture, Production World, uh, uh, Innover London, Chrissy Cooks, Recon, these are all building sites. These are all people that have become under my leadership. And I'm bold enough to say that. Confident enough to say that. But if I didn't go what I went through, I don't think this would be the story for many of the people sitting here today. In fact, it wouldn't be the story. They would be, in, even they realize it now. They're like, but Pastor Nikki, I just clocked it. You know, that's true. <laughs> Intensify your seats. <laughs> it wouldn't happen. So read the scripture very quickly. Again, many of you are going to start preparing yourself. To, in fact, before I even finish, I already say, I'm one of the ten. I'm one. And you're doing that without even hearing. I think you just contracted this spirit. I call it the PT spirit. Who will take risk and prosper. It's called, we were at nothing and we've become something. We deliberately decided with self-determination that no longer are we just going to look at our generation and just call it broke black. No longer are we going to look at our generation and settle for less. We will have the best because if that's what God intended for us, then why, would, why shouldn't we have it? Matthew 7, 7. Yeah. Ask and it will be given to you. Yes. Seek and you will find. Yeah. Knock and the door will be opened to you. Yes. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks, finds. Okay, stop it right there. Do you know what's so funny about this scripture? I was doing all of that. In the world. Asking, looking, knocking. What did I find? Poverty. What did I find? Abuse. What did I find? Let down upon let down. What did I find? Nothing but stagnancy. But then when I opened up another door called the nation door, called PT door. 
I found hope. I found opportunity. I found my potential. Not because he gave it to me, because he showed me the way. So if you're sitting here tonight thinking, what am I supposed to be doing with my life at this stage? How can I become the best or better version of me? Do you know what PT did to these guys? Don't hate him for this, guys. You, won't, you, you, you promise me you won't hate him for this. Are you sure? We're still going to love him all the same. And those of you who don't know him, we're going to get to meet him now. And when you meet him, you just celebrate him for me, okay? You know what he did? He threw me in the ring. He exposed me to problems. He exposed me to situations that I thought were beyond my capacity. Guess what he was teaching me? My potential. He was showing me what I was capable of doing. He said, you're asking, right? You're seeking, right? You're knocking, right? You want to become the Pastor Nikki or the Nikki you expect to be? Then go and meet problems. Go build a fellowship. Every Monday, go meet targets. Go build people. Go open up your own house. He was exposing me to problems so that I can see what I can become. Now, that one problem, which was a fellowship at the time, has turned into seven houses. 24 businesses. Excuse me, 28 businesses. Our reach this year alone has been over a million on social media. But without the exposure of problems, how would I have done that? So if you're seeing me today or you're even seeing any of the leaders that you see in the family today, what made us, of course, is the word. But most importantly are these three values that I keep teaching on. Leadership, vision, and community. Without vision, you don't know where you're going. Vision is actually what people don't see. So what did we get exposed to when we decided to join this light? It's the exposure of something that I've never seen before. I never thought it was possible for me to invest into thousands of people on a day-to-day -day basis. I didn't think for my life it was going to be possible for me to house people or even build a business. Listen, when I went to university, guys, I don't know if anyone been to uni here. You've been to uni? Thank you, sir. I love that. You guys. Oh, I remember you. Chad, right? You're doing your work, right? You're doing very well, isn't it? I'm sure. I encourage it. Keep, keep doing well. You see, someone like me had a mate. Oh, a mate. Had a mate. And he said, listen, Nikki, I can see you, you don't know what you're doing here. I said, bro, as it stands, I don't. But you drop me a few quid, I'll do the essay for you. If you drop me a few quid, I'll do the exam for you. So well done, my brother, for doing, keep working hard and watch. I think you're in Domicella's class, right? Keep watching her as well. Right on. As for me, I paid this guy to do it. I did. 
Meaning, and me telling you that the articulation and literacy that some of you may have, I don't have that. I didn't spend long enough investing in that. I was trying to find the easy way out. And you know why I was trying to find the easy way out? Not because I'm dumb or stupid. I was looking for something more. I was looking for the best, the better. Looking at the lecture and thinking, you're not inspiring me, sir. We started this class like this. Why are there only three people here? By third, not even third semester, by the second class, only three people have showed up out of the hundred that started. They're not inspired because the very thing you're teaching them, you don't believe it yourself. The very thing you're supposed to be giving them life for, you don't believe. So how are they supposed to progress in life? How are they supposed to evolve? So I said, I'm done with this system. But when you listen to the words that we hear on a day-to-day basis, life given to an overload, world changing to an overload. Just this week, Pastor Chris, we were invited by the commissioner of, Commissioner of Budapest to come dine in his house. That didn't come from university. That didn't come from a lecturer teaching a fancy word from a book that he doesn't like. That came from me plugging myself to leadership, plugging myself to vision. Now I'm confident that we can become global. Not only that, they're offering to pay for flights, hotels, whatever you need. What? How? Little old me, bold-headed Pastor Nikki. Education, questionable. Image, questionable. Everything done, done and out. But then this hope was given to me or shown to me via a PT. And it completely changed my perspective that helped me change my life. So it wasn't that PT came in and just changed my life. He just changed the way I see. He just changed the way I think. So the way somebody else looks at problems is run and panic. The way I see problems, Pastor Nikke, I see an opportunity. I see an open door to expose to everybody the God kind within me. So if I go to the business arena today, I will progress. Not because I'm articulate in that field, but because of what's inside of me. What I believe I am. What I'm called to be. Are you following me tonight? If you can latch on to a little bit more belief. If you can latch on to a leader or a person that has vision beyond you. Let them throw you into the ring so that you can meet your own person, so that you can meet your own fight. I'm going to take you to somewhere else today because I understand that it's International Women's Week or day or month or year. You're shouting woo-woo. I would say no, no, because I don't know if there's an International Men's Day. Is there? Is there such a thing? I think it's, a, it's not something... Uh, it's important, even though I celebrate all of you women, you're amazing, fantastic, and it's beautiful. Um, but that should be a, a natural thing that's every day. We're not going to just make a day about it. 
Our lives must be about it. 100%. But of course, I respect the world and their money-making schemes because everyone's going to go and buy a suit um, for the 8th of March and pretend that they're a, a, tech, a tech teacher. That's what I did. I went to all the events that they had for the women on that day. I dressed up as a teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lying. I didn't do anything. I'm going to return this dress after we finish here. Can you give me some inspiration? Nothing. I met them. I'm looking for 10 risk, t- uh, 10 risk takers. 10 people that want to go on a journey with me and it's called the journey of hope. And what does that look like for you? You may think my life is okay now. But can you leave your front door every morning with the confidence that you're inspiring not only yourself, but so many people around you. I get so many people coming up to me and say, Pastor Nikki, can you help me with my business? Do you know what I say to them now? Let me help you help a community that will help you. Isn't that better? Isn't that more fulfilling? Because if you've only helped yourself and you're only enjoying things for yourself, what's the glory in that? Have you heard of the most wealthiest people committing suicide? They're lonely. Nobody to share with. Nobody to give to. But imagine you're impacting all of these people around you. You're able to withdraw the skills out of Aaliyah. The skills out of a Pastor Whitney. The skills out of a Pastor Nikke. And you've managed to create a whole community of people and everybody is good. Isn't that more fulfilling? I love that. All the brothers at the back are like, ah. I feel that though. That's, that, that's lit still. Because man just thought it was a man, a solo thing, innit? Man just thought that was on my P's and Q's. You say that still. Do you say that? No? P's and Q's? No? Tyrese, is that a thing? No. It's, it's not a thing. Alright, I'll stop. I'll, 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 I'll leave that one alone then. All hope for me had to die. To be introduced to the hope. Hope without system or structure is still hopelessness. Hold on to that four. Hope without system or structure is still hopelessness. So what am I saying? Even if I'm going to try and change your life today, I've still got to give you something tangible to look forward to that makes that hope relevant. So I couldn't just change Leah's life without having pleroma. I couldn't help Pastor Whitney without having the problem of finances. I couldn't do anything with Basketball Nation without first knowing that we need people. So hope without system or structure is still hopelessness. What do we have in front of you? 28 budding businesses. And imagine the skill of Tyrese and all the boys around him. There's something that you don't even know that's inside of you that you're capable of doing. But imagine you plug to one of these businesses. The madness that will come out of you. Even you will be scared. Like you'll look in the mirror and say, is that me? Damn. I can call up so many people. The Ryans. Nell Tip. Nell Tip came. That's Melly. She came. You know what she said? Ma, you know what? In uni, I shanked people. I stab somebody in the neck or in the leg. I'm a bad girl. I said, Lord, I didn't bargain for this. 
I just wanted to come and love you and seek you and praise God and go home. Why are these people coming? I came in and I shanked somebody. So what, what would she do if I tell her off? What would she do if I say no? I'm scared. And we had our moment. We've gone on the journey of her not understanding me and me not understanding her. And it's not that I don't understand her. I get her very well. But what I needed to make sure of is that person has died. Not totally in the sense that the ideas that she comes with have died. The person remains, but the ideology must go. Then what I do is infuse a new ideology on her. You don't need to shank no guy, my darling. It's okay. It's good. Love them. Don't shank them. Now come, let's build. Now you've got a nail tip. You're about to open up your first shop in central London. Sometimes she don't understand it. We were speaking yesterday and she's like, Ma, I don't get it. I'm trying to find people to work with. I'm Aha, you're meeting the process. Because you remember the days when we were living in Peckham. And there were rats living with us. And even though we had, Hannah remembers, Hannah the CEO of uh, Blacksmith and Son. I love this so much. I'm just looking at leaders, world leaders and business people in front of me uh, that we've built over the years. We were living in Peckham with rats, 16 of us in a three bedroom. Pastor Mark will remember, many of you will remember. 16 of us, 18 at times. And there was a baby there. And we all just decided together, we're going to make things work. Sharing our indomie with rats. So you take it today, tomorrow we'll, we'll have. <laughs> Playing hokey pokey with each other. But we believed. We were self-determined. We led ourselves through faith. And so, and so instead of complaining, we started acting. Instead of murmuring, we all decided together that it's our chance to build. We had to be at the lowest of low. And Peckham is fine if you like it. But for us, we just decided, no. Why should somebody be living in um, Knightsbridge or uh, the best places in London and we don't have the opportunity? Let's fight for something better. So we started building together. And gradually, we started moving from place to place. Meeting people to people. Exposing ourselves to new ways, new ideologies, new opportunities. And I can gratefully say and happily say everyone that was with me on that journey is still here today and they're thriving they're doing better with themselves I wish I had the opportunity to take you through the windows of my life so it's like so she's real then it was either die it was either be irrelevant or become relevant to a whole generation of people. It's either become nothing or do something that will help all my brothers and the sisters at the back here. Show them the potential and opportunity that they can become. So I decided to take on the responsibility. Not caring if people will hurt me on the journey because they will. Not caring if people will let you down on the journey because they're supposed to. But I decided that we're going to help anyway, regardless. We're going to do what it takes to change our generation and give opportunity, give hope, give potential. And we're not going to stop. 
And this is why I'm charging you all today that have joined this first Elite Prosperity Service. And there's hundreds of you in the room, by the way. Well done for making it down. To take the risk-taking journey with me. Can I show you somebody else in scripture that took risk and didn't even understand? In fact, they didn't propose to take a risk. They were just sent somewhere thinking, oh, this is nice. And then one day came that that person was needed. Uh, where are you reading, Esther? Oh, good. That one day came. And her uncle Mordecai said, I need you. And I want you to hear the conversation between her and Mordecai and her resolve. You need to read before 16. Are you still with me tonight, guys? At the back, are you still with me tonight? I see you, my brother. Okay. Go on, please. What verse are you reading from? Verse 12. Start from verse 12. Let's do it. Esther 4, verse 12. Go on. When Esther's words were reported to Mordecai, yes. he sent back this answer. Do not think that because you are in the king's house, you alone of all the Jews will escape. For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place. Yep. But you and your father's family will perish. And who knows but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this? Then Esther sent this reply to Mordecai. Go gather together all the Jews who are in Susa. Yep. And fast for me. Mm -hmm. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or a day. Yep. I and my attendants will fast as you do. Yes. When this is done, I will go to the king, even though it is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. Did you hear what she said there? I'm going to meet danger. And if in the midst of that danger, I die, then I die. But I'm willing to take the risk. And she was willing to take the risk for the sake of a whole generation of people. She was willing to take that risk because of the lives that were attached to her. So what am I saying to 10 of you tonight? Five of you tonight? Even just one of you tonight? Are you willing to take a risk, Naomi, that will benefit thousands upon thousands of people? I just read some of the statistics that we've had over the year of the lives that we've reached and still reaching because we chose to take risk. Imagine you embark on that journey, what it would do for you. You want to become the influencer? Change lives. You want to bless people? Have impact. And the way you do that is with leadership, vision, and community. These are the things that have been working for me. It's been working for, with us. This is what's given me hope. It's the fact that we've been able to build structures that give us hope. We've merged people together, the most unlikely people together from all manner of backgrounds. And we've just built. We didn't know how. Nobody taught us. We just knew we had people. So we had to build a system. Imagine you're building a country. You need to build infrastructures, banking systems, uh, pharmaceuticals and whatever for people to live in. That's exactly what we've done. 
We've built systems that help people's lives. Not only us, but people outside. Blacksmith have now employed four people that don't come to this church. So you're building things that are going to make the world a better place. So what I put in my notes today and what I keep saying to the world is that the world needs me. The world needs me to become a better place. Is there anybody bold enough tonight or here tonight that has that same cry that I don't know where my life is going. I don't know what I'm supposed to do, but I know there's something about me. It's hidden on the inside. I'm desperate to call it out. I think the world needs me. Is there anybody like that tonight? Because tonight would be your opportunity. Wild service on the 26th of March is your opportunity to join emerging and come together with all manner of people, different types, from different places and begin to build something that the world has never seen before. I'm patient enough to see that. I'm willing enough to see you guys do that and to join that work with you. I'm about to round up today, but in me rounding up, I just even want to see some hands of one or two of you that you're saying to yourself, you know what, I want to start my own business. I want to be impactful. I want to be influential. I want to know what it's like to run a business. I want to know what it's like to be part of a community. something in your heart is still saying I'm not sure though I don't know if I'm ready for this though this is a lot of pressure it's a lot of people is it my time have I gone through enough yet is her story more peculiar than mine it's not about the story my story is not very peculiar what's peculiar is the result What's peculiar is what I chose to do with the story. What's peculiar and different is the fact that I chose to do and not let life do me. So if there's one or two of you today, I just want by a raise of hands and don't be shy with me because I can already see the eyes that are locked in with me. Beautiful girls at the back. Don't look away now. Look. Just by a raise of hands, Pastor Nikki, I want to know more. Pastor Nikki, I, I thank you, my sister over there. Thank you so much. Thank you, my dear. I see those hands. I see those. Whoa. I see the hands.